again. Tell the Lord thank you, because we can stand. Amen. We want to honor the word. Matthew chapter 6, verse 33, a familiar passage, one that we need to internalize and memorize and do. Matthew 6, 33 says, but seek ye first, not last, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, meaning right standing. And all these things, whatever things we need, shall be added unto you. And the church said, amen. amen. Turn and greet your neighbor real good. Say, I bless you. That word's for you. Hallelujah. Then you may be seated in his presence. Hallelujah, hallelujah. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things. How many of y'all need some things, want some things? Shall be added unto you. Hallelujah. Folks, today's message is entitled Faith Wisdom for the Currents of Life. Faith Wisdom for the Currents of Life. And I want you to get this because this is, ooh, this is a revelation. Faith wisdom for the currents of life. And by currents, I mean your general tendencies. <laughs> the way you roll. The way you function. The way you flow. Faith wisdom for your general tendencies, how you flow, your course of action. But then you need wisdom. And by wisdom we mean uh, your plan, your course of action, your understanding of what's true and what's right. Faith, understanding of how you flow, how you, what, what are your general tendencies. Now, I want you to get this because this is so, so important. Now, eye contact because I want, I want to go here. Any of you ever go to the beach and, and see, see the water? Flow with me. Before you get in the water, you stand on the sand, correct? Initially, um, whether you're a swimmer or non-swimmer, you see that there's a current. There's a, initially, the little, before you get into the deep, you, you might get into a puddle, right? And you stick your toes up in there and it feels wonderful. If it's cold, you know, it's a little different, okay? But then you got to decide whether or not you're gonna keep going or whether or not you're gonna be happy at that current level. And if you can't swim, wisdom say, stay right there and enjoy that, the edge, all right? But as you grow and mature, you may get to the place where you start leaning to your own understanding and think you can go out and handle the current. So then you take another step and you're around, you're at ankle level. 
you can handle that ankle level you, you just the water just hitting you all right but then you say well I, if I can do ankle level then I can go on to knee level oh that feels so good you get you get get happy with the knee level amen but then if you start leaning to your understanding you know you might duck down a little bit see I see I can this don't I'm, I'm fine I'm, I'm in the water I, I can this is wonderful but then you see somebody come right past you and go out into the deep and they make it look like it's so easy it's like you know man I, I, I could do that so you stand where you are and you practice you see them stroking like this and stroking like this and stroking like that so while you're there you can stroke like that and stroke like that because that's where the water is but then as you get deeper and deeper into the water all of a sudden the, the current and the waves start coming getting higher and higher and higher and all of a sudden then you got to decide whether you're going to keep on going or you're going to stay in your safety zone got it the same way with life every day you get up there are currents that you have to decide which way you're going to flow how you going to handle this and how you're going to handle this and how you're going to go with this and it doesn't matter who you are you can have a phd and have a current that can take you out you can have a situation that can take you out even though you got all the information all of that you can be hit by the wrong current because your tendency is you know well i can have no 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 just because you see somebody else do something don't mean that you can do it amen and the challenge is we compare and compete with each other no 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 St say say neighbor stay in your zone do your flow and flow and flow and flow but flow with wisdom meaning have understanding of how you flow amen so remember that as we go on in this in this uh tonight all right go to mark chapter 10 and verse 38 Mark 10 and 38. Faith wisdom for the currents of life. Mark 10, 38 reads like this. Now it came to pass, as they went, that he entered into a certain village, talking about Jesus, and a certain woman named Martha received him into her house. Got it? And she had a sister called Mary which also sat at Jesus' feet and heard his words. But Martha was cumbered about much serving and came to him and said, Lord, does not thou not care that my sister had left me to serve alone? Bitter therefore that she helped me. And Jesus answered and said unto her, Martha, Martha, thou art careful and troubled about many things. But one thing is needful, and Mary hath chosen the good part, which shall not be taken away from her. Folks, one of the daily currents of life is busyness. One of the daily currents, your general tendency, some of you have a tendency to just stay busy. And sometimes busy ain't the way you need to be flowing. Yeah. 
in 2017, busyness is one of the devil and his host tricks to rob Almighty God of his pleasure of delighting with us when we have consistent fellowship as his sons and daughters. Do you know how much God wants to spend time with you? Do you know that he enjoys being with you? In him you live and move and have your being. Do you know, do you know, do you know that you can get so busy that you don't spend no time with him? And that becomes your currency. That becomes the way you flow. That becomes the way, it becomes a habit. And then you be saying, well, Lord, you know, no, you, you see me serving, Lord, you see me working. Yeah, but he don't, he, he don't see you spending no time with him. Folks, note what busyness activates in the hearts and minds of people learning to walk by faith and not by sight. What is it? Martha, Martha, thou art careful and troubled about many things. Do you know the trick of the enemy is to get you in trouble with many things? You ever been around somebody, they always worried about somebody, always worried about something. And, and then, you know, it's just a habit to be worried and they're comfortable in worry. And they upset because they, they can't worry. Say, neighbor, worry is the wrong habit. Busyness. Folks, the many things becomes a distraction. The way the devil and his host plan for them to be each and every day. Do you know, do you know, do you know, sometimes when you get so busy, you can't even have a, a joy moment. You can't even have a moment where you just chill out. Because it's like, even when you chill, you, you feel like, I'm missing it because I ain't busy. And the trick of the enemy is to get you so busy that it becomes a norm. And it's like, you know, uh, to have a moment, to have a sit down and have a tea. To sit down and, and just breathe for a moment. It's like, I ain't comfortable, no, I got to be doing something. And while you're doing that, your mind is running and 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 you have no peace. But I read somewhere, thou will keep you in perfect peace because your mind is running. No running. No running. Well, why is your mind running and ain't staying? Because that's your tendency. That's your currency. That's the way you flow each and every day. Say, neighbor, change that habit. Change that habit. Say, say wisdom is the principal thing and the wisdom is to learn how we're not to be busy all right moreover when many things when, when the many thing mindset takes you captive the one thing that's needful gets kicked to the side let me say that again when the many thing mindset takes you captive then the one thing that is needful gets kicked to a side. It's amazing how easy it is to get frustrated because you ain't doing something. I ain't doing something. And you're supposed to have some peace. Okay, I, I, I'm, I'm going to look up. Um, there's a reason some of y'all don't want no massage. Let me get, let me get, I'm not looking at anybody. Because... To lay on the table, music sounding wonderful, and somebody is gently helping you out. And you, 
a busy person can't even enjoy those moments. Because while they're on the table, they're thinking about what they got to do next. When are you going to turn your brain off and enjoy the moment? Amen. That goes for men and women. I'm telling you, you can get to the point where you can't even, you go to get your, your nails done and you get your feet done and, and you, while you're getting your nails done and your feet done, you're thinking about where you're going next. And, and, and you, listen, you got to get past that time. You got to enjoy those moments because life is but a vapor. Amen, 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 amen. Say neighbor, is he talking about you? Change. But then, what was and is the needful thing? All right, Luke 10 and 39. What was the needful thing? And she had a sister called Mary, which also sat at Jesus' feet and heard his word. Needful thing. Folks, this verse unlocks the master key to obtaining faith wisdom for the currents of life. And what is that wisdom? Making a decision to sit at the feet of Jesus and hear his words. Now, I, I got to be honest with you. I've been preaching for a long time. And sometimes I got to smack my brain to be able to sit still and listen to the word of God. Because you get so busy doing it that you don't get time to receive it. Amen. And sometimes I have to, you know, I have to make myself shut up and listen to the, be still. Turn everything, okay. Any of y'all got cell phones? I had to learn to turn that doggone thing off because it becomes a distraction. You get to the point where you be, you know, got to have your phone everywhere you go and all that. But I, I have to turn it off so that I can spend time and receive from God and sit at his feet. Now that sounds easy. But when you used to being busy, it makes a difference. It's like... Something ain't right. I'm just saying, I need to be doing something. But that's the enemy's trick. Because when I sit still, then revelation comes. Then understanding comes. Then ideas come. Say, God, help me to do that. Help me to seek first your kingdom so you can add all the other things. All right? So making a decision to sit at the feet of Jesus and hear his word, that's the wisdom. Psalm 27 and verse 4 says, One thing have I desired of the Lord, that will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. Folks, tell you, the person sitting next to you, come on, and around you, uh, are you doing that, the needful thing? Of spending time at the feet of Jesus and listening for his words of wisdom so you can soar in your life purpose and serve with his love all right now give me a give me an icon because I want to give you another example any of you ever go shopping let me give you an example here you go you get up in the morning and you decide, you know, you write your list and all of that and you're going to go to get some food, right? And you do all, you have your list, you got it? Then you go to the grocery store 
And when you get there, there's a line of people. There's a line, there's a line. And you decide, wisdom say, now which one to go? See, when, you, when, you, when you're talking to God, God will tell you which one to get into. Yeah. But sometimes you say, well, I'm going to get in this one. And you get in the line, got it? You're in the line. Say, I'm in the line. Watch where we go. And you have a bundle of stuff that you want to get. Wonderful, right? But she was so busy that when you got there and, and then they, you put all the stuff on the, on, the, on, the, on the line thing and they count it all up and all that. Then you reach into your pocketbook or you reach into your uh, bag and you look for your credit card and all of a sudden it ain't there. And you got people behind you looking at you, wanting to get ahead of you, but you were so busy that you left your credit card at home. So you standing there like, I'm sorry, I don't have I don't have my card, I don't have my card, I don't have my card. Now watch where we go with this. But then because you have spent time with God and have favored God. The person behind you says, don't worry, use my card. Oh, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> huh? D don't worry, use my card, and he here's my address, and when, when, when you get home, then, then make sure you contact me. <laughs> Folks, I'm telling you, when you spend time with God, God can give you favor when you mess up. <laughs> oh, yes, 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 I see that happen. Here we go, we're in line, she done paid for everything, and then found that, she, I ain't got, I don't have no card, I don't have no credit card, but the person behind them is the angel, and the angel said, use my card. Don't get jealous, that's real. That, it, that, that, that will, and that person is the angel that God has sent to watch over you because you have fellowship with him every day. Say God. I thank you for that. I thank you. That's called making the crooked straight and the rough places plain. Hallelujah. All right. Now let's go to John chapter 5. Let me give you another example. John 5 and verse 5. Oh my God, help me, Holy Ghost. And a certain man was there which had an infirmity 30 and 8 years. Talking about Jesus again. When Jesus saw him lie and knew that he had been, now get this, now a long time. What have you been dealing with for a long time, folks? What have you been pressing through for a long time? In that case, he said unto him, wilt thou be made whole? The impotent man answered him, sir, I have no man when the water's troubled to put me into the pool. But while I'm coming, another step down before me. Do you know how easy it is to make an excuse for, huh, make an excuse for not getting your breakthrough, not getting your, not, come on. Jesus said unto him, rise, take up thy bed, take up thy bed, take up thy bed, and walk. And immediately the man was made whole. When? Immediately. And took up his bed, and walked and on the same day was the Sabbath now get this when folks when you and yours have been stuck in a current of life for a very long time 
The devil in his souls will make it seem as though you will never come out of it. He will make it seem as if you're never going to come out of it. But when you are blessed to connect with Jesus Christ, the seemingly impossible becomes possible over and over again. How? When you connect with Jesus, get this, there will be a faith action step that you and yours may be required to take in order to be delivered and to get the victory and success that rightfully belongs to you and yours. See, when you've been struggling with stuff for a long, long time, you get to the point where you just say, you know, I'm, I'm just the way it, no, no, no. But there may be a faith action step that you have not taken yet. One faith action step. The man had been for 38 years struggling with this thing. And he, the first thing he made excuse was, you know, every time I try to do that, somebody gets in there before me. Jesus said, look, change. Take up your own bed and walk. Say, neighbor, take up your own bed and walk. There's a faith action step that's required to get your victory. I hear him shouting, Lord. Say, 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 neighbor. You're around, uh, to you, uh, around you, the good news is that our God wants us to reign in life. Come on. He wants you to reign in life. And flow supernaturally each and every day. Bringing him glory and honor here in the earth realm. Now why? Because all things are possible with God. On your side and on your inside. On the inside and outside. Say all things, all things are, possible are possible with God. Inside, inside and outside. outside. Now pause for a moment. What have you been dealing with for a long time? And you have not taken the right faith action step. Hmm. That's where the wisdom comes. There, but, but you got to spend God... God, what is the right faith action step that I will take? Do I need to, what, where, where do I need to get up? What do, and guess what? You'd be surprised that when you take that step, bam, then it happens. Say, 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 Lord, reveal to me any faith action steps that I need to take so that I can go up and stay up. Hallelujah. All right. Let me give you one more. Let's go to John chapter 20 and verse 19. Oh my God. You know this one. John 20 and 19. After Jesus was resurrected, John 20, 19. Then the same day at evening, being the first day of the week, the doors were shut where the disciples were assembled for fear of the Jews came Jesus and stood in the midst and said unto them, Peace be unto you. Now remember that. Peace be unto you. Now I, I, I want to get this in you. Whenever you flow with God, God is always a peacemaker. And if you don't have no peace, the devil's in there somewhere. The devil is in there somewhere. When Jesus is about to do something supernatural, something spectacular, he will speak peace to you. He doesn't want you to be afraid. Fear not, only believe. 
Jesus comes through. They hadn't seen him. He, he, he was crucified. Now he's resurrected. And, when he's, and he realizes that they're going to be overwhelmed. There's some things God's going to do to overwhelm you. But when he does, he's going to speak peace to you. Peace be unto you. And when he had said so, so said, he showed unto them his hands and his side. Then were the disciples glad when they saw the Lord. Then said Jesus to them again, peace, not fear, peace unto you. As my father has sent me, even so send I you. Now get this. And when he had said this, he breathed on them. He breathed on them and said unto them, receive ye the Holy Ghost. Now, I want to go, I want to go take you to another place. How many of you know that Jesus told his disciples, um, y'all go on the day of Pentecost and wait to receive the Holy Ghost, right? But did you realize that before he sent them for that anointing, he had already breathed on them the Holy Ghost? They, do you know you already have something <laughs> before you get the something? You missed it, you missed it. He breathed on them. But at that point, they were not... They, they, they really didn't understand what he was doing. He breathed on them. But then later on, he, after he left, he said, now, before, boys, I'm leaving you. Now, y'all wait until the Holy Ghost comes. And when you get filled with them, then you have power. I got news for you. They had power when he breathed on them. Say, neighbor, you got power already. Already. If you got Jesus, you have power already. And when he had said this to his brethren, he breathed on them and said, Receive ye the Holy Ghost. Whosoever sin you remit, they are remitted unto them. Whosoever sins you retain, they are retained. He's giving them power. He's speaking to them. Folks, here we have the disciples receiving faith wisdom for the currents of life that are changing for them as Jesus is about to return to heaven and be with his heavenly father. My God. John 20, 24. Here we go. But Thomas, one of the 12, one of the 12 called Didymus was not with them when Jesus came. The other disciples therefore said unto him, hey, we've seen the Lord. But he said unto them, Except I shall see in his hands the print of nails and put my finger in the print of nails and thrust my hands into his side, I will not believe. And after eight days, again, the disciples were within and Thomas with them. Then came Jesus, the doors being shut, the doors being, you know, I, the God I serve can walk through the door. He can come through doors. Things that are shut. He can come through things that are shut. Come on now. Come on. He said, ah, come on, come on. And stood in the midst and said, peace. He said, he took away the fear and said, peace. Because you see somebody coming through the door, you, you, it might shake you up a little bit, especially if you ain't never seen that before. He said, peace. Then said, he to Thomas, reach hither thy hand, thy finger, and put and behold my hands, and reach hither thy hand, and thrust it into my side, and be not faithless, but believing. 
And Thomas answered and said, oh, my Lord and my God. Jesus said to him, Thomas, because thou hast seen me, thou believes. Blessed are they that have not seen and yet have believed. Now, folks, right there. I know you want to see your answer. I know you want to see it, but you got to believe it before you see it. I'm going to do that, Pastor. I, want, I, I don't see nothing. Faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen, not seen, not seen, but seen. In the spirit realm, you can see it. Say, Lord, open my spiritual eyes and let me see what I don't see in the natural. Oh, my God, my God. Hallelujah. Jesus said, Thomas, because thou hast seen me, thou hast believed. Blessed are they that have not seen and yet have believed. Folks, here we tap into two master keys to obtain faith wisdom for the currents of life. Number one is whenever Jesus is showing up, he brings supernatural peace with him to cancel all fear, all doubt, and unbelief. Number one is what? Whenever Jesus shows up, he brings supernatural peace with him to cancel all fear, doubt, and unbelief. See, I had to learn that when I don't have no peace, I ain't moving yet. No, 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 no. I, I need some peace before, okay, if I'm anxious, no. If I'm worried, no. Where's the peace? When I have the peace and it passes all understanding, then I begin to make the move because then I know that God is flowing with me because thou will keep me in perfect peace because my mind has stayed on thee. Say, Lord, increase my capacity for peace. Peace. All right. Second, the second master key, real faith requires believing without having to see anything in the natural realm to make you truly believe whatever God says or does. Now, that's a growth place, folks, because I know I like to see stuff, too. Lord, you know, Lord, 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 Lord. But I'm getting to understand that when I pray, I believe I receive. When I, no, I call things that be not as though they are until they are. Amen. Say, say, say God, you are Jehovah Jireh, and you are supplying all of my need according to your riches in glory. Jesus, you are Jehovah Rapha, and by your stripes, I'm healed. No matter what the doctor says, I'm healed. I shall live a long life. I shall live healthy, wealthy, and wise. Then you got to hold fast to that. You got to hold fast to that without doubting, without, no, 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 no. I know the, the, the doctor said your blood pressure is hot. No, my, thank you, Lord, but by your stripes, my blood pressure is normal. In the name of Jesus, yes, Lord, I thank you. I'm healed from the crown of my head to the sole of my feet. You don't look, I, I said, I, I, don't, I don't move by how I'm look. I'm looking how God says. I believe what he says. And I'm going to say it till I believe it. Why? Because faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing. And some of us, we hear all the wrong things so much, we believe that instead of believing what God says. Say, Lord, increase my capacity to believe without seeing. Hallelujah. Right now, um, I always use this example. Any of y'all got a house? I don't see it. You ain't got no house. 
Any of y'all got a car? I don't see it. But me saying I don't see it don't mean it ain't there, right? Huh. I don't see it. But I know it's there. That's calling things that be not as though they are. And that's wisdom for the currents of life. Every day you get up, there's going to be a current. There's going to be some situations that you're going to have to deal with and you're going to need the wisdom of God to be able to deal with them. Say, God, thank you for your wisdom. Hallelujah. Moreover, in this life, you shall have trials and tribulations, but learn and practice being of good cheer as mighty faith overcomers and not faith doubters. Say, I'm a faith overcomer, not a faith doubter. So what's the master key again for functioning with faith wisdom for the currents of life? What is it? As I close, I want you to remember this. Stop neglecting your time with the Lord where he can give you wisdom and the faith instructions for the next success, victory coming your way. Say, there's a victory coming my way. But I got to spend some time with God and listen and follow his instruction. Psalm 46 and 10. Be still, oh God, and know that I'm God. I will be exalted among the heathen. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Be still and know that I'm God. I will be exalted among the heathen, and he is. And I will be exalted in the earth, and he is. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Selah. Do you know what Selah means? What does that mean? But what does Selah mean? So be it. So be it. Stay calm. Stay calm. Be calm. And see, you got to know every day when you get up, Lord, give me the wisdom for the day. Because the wisdom I had for yesterday may not be the same wisdom I need for the day. And you got to be current in current, the current flow. Your t what's your tendency? How do you flow in the morning? What's the first thing you do? What's the last thing you do? When you leave here tonight, what's going to be your uh, Lord? What's going to be your uh, Lord? I'm going to lay me down to sleep or I'm, you know, I just can't sleep. I don't listen. What are you going to say to God? God, I thank you for the victory today. Thank you for the signs and wonders today. Now, Lord, I'm going to need you tomorrow. So, Lord, please, when I get up in the morning, you know, I'm going I'm to be still long enough to you, for you to give me some instructions. Say, 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 neighbor. Instructions are good when they come from God. All right. Say, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, please forgive me for not spending the time with you that I should to obtain the faith wisdom needed to master my currents of life regardless of the daily tests and trials I have to walk through. Father God, thank you for abounding grace and abounding mercy so it's not too late 
for me to make the daily shift in how I flow. Father God, in the name of Jesus, with the help of the Holy Spirit, I will make spending quality time with you a daily priority and a great delight. Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, please release my daily load of benefits and the signs and the wonders and the mighty miracles that we all need and desire that will bring even more glory and honor to your name. And finally, let your grace, let your mercy and your peace rule in my heart, in my mind, each and every day as you help me to learn to think myself happy too. In Jesus' name, I'm happy from the time I get up to the time I go to bed. I'm happy in you. I'm happy with you. Thank you, Lord, for the revelation and have understanding of the wisdom for the currents of my life. Come on, put your hands together for the Lord. That's real, folks. That is so real, so real, so real. Father, we just thank you for the word that will not return void. We thank you that this word becomes a real active part of our lives. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Hallelujah. Come on, put your hands together for the Lord.